You're listening to the Swap Mono Live podcast show brought to you by our friends at OGO. Hey, thanks for listening to the Swap Moto Live podcast. Uh, I'm Don Maeda, and I'm here in Lake Elsinore. Correct. California with my uh, good friend Jesse Nelson. So, hey, man, it's good to see you, and uh, I'm excited to catch up with you. Yeah, it's great to see you, um, as always, in beautiful Southern California. It's getting hot, but it's still nice. I, I know, guess. right? It's only like 75 degrees today, but it feels it's, so hot because it's, it's been, been cold. It's been so nice, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I like the cooler weather. The trash, the trash man. Yeah, he's all right. Okay. But uh, yeah, we got a trash truck going by, so that's the sound if you hear that. But uh, but hey, okay. So your neighborhood where you live, yeah, you are adversely affected by the damn poppies, right? Oh, it was horrible. I couldn't even. Um, it sucked because there was so much traffic even on the streets. Um, well, we didn't go anywhere on the weekend just because it was impossible hey, to go anywhere. Your your exit was shut down because of the poppy people yeah but for me to come like i'll drive my razor um out of my driveway and take it on the road and go down and hop off the off the road and go underneath the freeway and then go up to where the poppies are uh-huh. and i have trails back there and stuff but i couldn't even get to there because there were so many cops that were sh- shutting down all yeah. the roads so i was yeah. like too scared to go anywhere and it was just a, a nightmare to try to go drive anywhere else just everything was they were all the streets were pretty much blocked yeah. just to even get to my house. It was a, it was a nightmare. Yeah. So for those of you listening who are not in California, <clears throat> you know we had a we had a really good wet winter, and it was good for us because we're we've been in a drought for years and years. But every time we get this much rain, the California poppies will sprout on the hillsides, and one hillside in particular that gets it quite a bit is right by Jesse Nelson's exit off the 15, and I'm not exaggerating. There are traffic jams because there's people slowing down to look at them or slowing down to look at all the poppy enthusiasts that are pulled off parked on the frontage road. For yeah. miles. There was people, there was shuttle services taking people from <laughs> yeah. the side of the road two miles down to get to the poppies, which was insane. And they yeah. were charging people and they were shutting down everything to where, where the people who live here couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. But it, yeah, so much rain. I mean, if anybody's listening from back east or whatever, if you follow like farm living lifestyle magazine or some mm-hmm. like i you see all these orange and purple and yellow flowers and then when they tag the location it'll just say california that's actually usually my exit um, yeah pretty much <laughs> the biggest bloom of them they've had in i think like 40 years or something like that or ever yeah. i don't know yeah. it was insane so there was uh there was poppies even up by the the corona test tracks the yeah Supercross track. all the people that were they were saying kill all the poppies or whatever like yeah because they hate the traffic or whatever, yeah. how super they were. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But if you went up there and looked at them, like, kind of in the afternoon when the sunset's kind of going down, yeah, like, nice. it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I was, I was kind of driving up near them, trying not to trample any because it's, yeah. that's a state flower. You're not supposed to actually even be in them, I don't believe. Yeah, I heard, I, I Googled it and it said something like, if it's not federal land, right? No, no, something like the California poppy, you could, like, eat it or smoke it or something and it has like a let me know how that works out it's not a hallucinogenic <laughs> effect but it like puts you to sleep or something i think i know some other stuff that does that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so hey you know like uh the mountain biking area of chino hills yeah so it's chino so hills overgrown. state park chsp right yeah i was there remember we had el nino two years ago or three years ago 
That was it the, wasn't even as bad as this year. Yeah, though. but that was the first time I had seen the poppies, right? I like how and, every year they claim it's going to be El Nino or whatever. It yeah. Never, it, it's, it never is. And then the year that it was actually like rained a lot. Yeah. They didn't even say one peep yeah. about it. But that year, Chino Hills was like like a lot of poppies, right? And it was the yeah. first time that I recall ever seeing the poppies, right? Well, I've lived in the area for 15 years. But, yeah. But uh, so Chino Hills State Park, CHSP, right? Yeah. So I'm riding through there one day and there's no crap. There's two tour buses full of Chinese tourists <laughs> just unloading in Chino Hills, walking all over the single track and the trails, taking pictures of the poppies and stuff. Yeah. So at the end of my ride, you know, you name your name, ride on Strava. I wrote CHSP equals Chinese hikers seeking poppies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anybody comment on that? Uh, a couple of my Chinese buddies did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was not pumped on the flowers this year. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, or the snakes. I mean, yeah. They, hey, did you hear that a girl got bit by a rattlesnake up there, and that's why they closed it down? The poppies? Oh, I just thought they were gone. Yeah, well, they're gone now. But yeah, did you notice that when they were gone last weekend, there were still people getting off and walking around? Uh huh. The porta potties are still there and stuff. Ah, uh, so people just using it as a dump site? Well, I don't know. That <laughs> that's I'm, funny. I'm glad yeah. the poppies are gone. I mean, usually for me, when I was training at this time of year, um, that's when we'd put the mountain bikes away. Mm-hmm. and hop on the road i mean it wasn't i mean i love mountain biking but like it wasn't worth the risk to either get bit by a rattlesnake or have something stupid happen i don't yeah. know we just every time we hopped on our bikes we'd see like two or three on a trail so it was yeah. just like all right we'll just switch into road bikes luckily Definitely. we had specialized to give us bikes and everything and yeah and yep. might as well use the road bike if you've got it definitely winter's time for mountain bikes for sure okay so uh bell helmets is a Amazing sponsor of this podcast, and so oh, we right have on. I'm a we have the uh, bell, bell rider. We have the bell helmets bench racing section. Mm. So, Jesse, have you been watching the races? I mean, yes, I've been watching. Um, yeah, I've watched every single round. Yeah. Um, so we just had uh, Denver last weekend, dude. Crazy race! I was there. It's like snowing one minute and then yeah. sunny the next. And I thought it was going to be a little slicker than it was, but it looked actually it, decent. It the, turned out to main. be dry, but it was hard packed. Yeah, like it looks gnarly hard back. Yeah, but uh, I thought the uh, the two Cowie riders, the Tomac and and Cincerillo, they killed it out there. They both made big oh. statements. I thought Cincerillo's been, I mean, riding unbelievable. I mean, and I feel like I called this. I mean, I didn't say I called it, but um, some other uh, riders ended up getting hurt, which I don't think that we even would have made a difference really with the momentum that he's got going. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's just on it. I think. When you're yeah. on, you're on. I mean, um, kind of same deal with, with Cooper Webb. But um, I think once he got that momentum for a couple of wins and just mm-hmm. knew that he was the guy, then you kind of just carry that in. And he's seasoned too. I mean, he's yeah. got he's got plenty of experience with with being on the podium or in that spotlight. So he's doing really well with it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, for Adam, at least, his toughest competition might be himself. Yeah, you know, when he spazzes out and makes exactly mistakes. Exactly what I yeah. thought. I mean. I saw it the first round, but he was clearly the fastest, I thought, the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, went from dead last to, what, fifth or something? And, yeah. And then crashed two or three times in between that. Um, that was something to hang your hat on, even right there. Seventh, I don't know what he ended up that round. But, um, yeah, he was bummed, I think. But, I mean, that's a pretty stacked class. And to come yeah. through like that and still end up have that good result, mm-hmm. um, that's great. I mean, some guys are struggling to even – 
get in the top 10 on some of these, you know, mm-hmm. factory teams. Yeah. Do you, uh, did you go to any of the races on the West Coast this year? No. I mean, I have no reason to. Yeah. And the coverage is so good on TV. It's. I know, right? It's better to watch it on TV yeah, than Yeah, I mean. I mean, I like going to the races, but sometimes it's it's a little hard on me. Like I just, yeah, I miss it a lot. Like so much, sometimes too much, and it's hard to like kind of fill that void. And mm-hmm. when you're around it, and then like you go to the semi that used to be like, you were the guy on that team, and like it's weird. Like there's people mm-hmm. you don't know there, and you're like, what the hell? Is, what, yeah. what are you doing here under the tent? Like, <laughs> like I don't know. And then some people like. Um, that are there now that's kind of make you feel out of place so i just like i don't know i just kind of stepped away from it well rolled away from it and awesome. um yeah the, the coverage is so good on tv i, I bought the, i bought the you know the, the gold, gold package the yeah. gold package or whatever yeah. it's it's all live on my phone i'm like what's the point of even going i gotta pay yeah. to park it's a struggle to find a ticket now for me pretty much um and i just get tired of asking people for stuff so yeah um yeah, it's just it's nice being at home and have your dog sitting on your lap and you can grab oh, yeah. a beer out of your own fridge that's not ten dollars. Yeah. So yep, um yep. I enjoy that part of it. Cool. So uh you're doing a lot of your own racing these days. Yeah, or, or I you, mean not you have a, been doing some. Yeah, not a not a crazy amount, but I've done a few races. Um and then, like was your last one the so. Havasu one? Yeah, my last one was in Havasu, that but one. I DNF both both of them. First I was mainly focused on the race on sunday um because i i mean i was the first round i uh wait, wait let's back it up back it up to the what first kind round. of racing are you doing side by side racing side by so side on a Polaris 1000 mm-hmm. um people can all you moto guys can say whatever you want about oh it's four wheels or whatever but it, they are so much fun yeah. like um it's pretty incredible what they can do and like how much rush and how like how wild you can get in them. Like, uh-huh. And I, I don't feel like I'm at a disadvantage. Like people keep telling me, Oh, you should get on a dirt bike. And I'm like, no, like, yeah, I could do the Doug Henry thing. But for me, if I can't ride or have the style or, you know, the finesse, like that's what was fun for me riding. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, and being fast. And if I'm not even close to that or even 50% of that, like yeah. no way I'm going to do it. Like I'm just, I'd rather just sit aside and watch other people do it. Right. Like yeah. I just, it's too much of a risk for injury i think too Definitely. and it's just it's not worth it and then these i mean i have good back support i have great mm-hmm. suspension i have you know a fire suit i have good roll cage it's it's relatively pretty safe um and i try yeah, not I mean, to it's make adapted anything with the hand controls so i mean you're oh, yeah my hand controls are great um yeah. they're not even like it doesn't even feel like that big of a disadvantage other than taking one hand off to use the the brakes but um yeah, I feel I feel normal in it. That's what really mm-hmm. why I like it so much, and and it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, the first round I I did pretty. I mean, I was doing really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had the fastest lap time by uh, God, I think it was like twelve seconds. Oh wow! Um, Is this I, the works races? Yeah, I was yeah. in the works. So that was the first round, and I was leading, and I didn't have communications like radio because uh-huh. i was like no nah, just, just keep it moto like we don't need that <laughs> crap <laughs> and you do need it in that type of racing because it's all timed and yeah. I, I came off the second row or it might have been first row actually i don't know but um started third got a, got hung up by some guys but i didn't know if there's anybody faster in the third row or fourth row you just you never mm-hmm. know so i was just panicking and i was just like all right i need, got into the lead on my row and just started gapping them and i didn't know on the last lap i was like i think i was like 50 seconds out front and I started, oh, wow. and I started catching the back of the pro pack a little bit, uh-huh. um, just because I haven't raced yet, and so I want to 
kind of ease my way into it and kind of learn like the way I did in moto, not just hop into something I'm not ready for. So started catching some of the guys in the pro class, and I'm like, oh, like at the end of the at the finish line, I want to be on their like right on their bumper and like kind of make a statement like, hey, I'm not just messing around. Like I'm, yeah. I'm like serious about this. Uh-huh. And uh, didn't have communications and didn't know that I was had a 50 second lead and I just started, <laughs> I just started yeah, winking right. it, yeah, and I just rolled it right in this corner, like braked a little late, got on the throttle a little early and rolled it over and watched every single person pass me. Oh, and luckily we had lapped up or we had a good enough time. The pro class lapped up into enough people, but I ended up like 16th or something. Uh-huh. But there was 43 guys in my class. Oh, like that's a winning, yeah. that's a lot of side-by-sides yeah. to be on a track like that so that that race sucked but i took it as a you know you gotta learn yeah <laughs> you, yeah you gotta learn for that and then the next weekend i was focused on the same class but it was on sunday instead of saturday mm-hmm. so then i i signed up for this class um another class that i could race on saturday and i was like oh i'll just i'll just go check out the track because i've been a tie rod or a radius rod in practice so i didn't get to check out the whole track and then yeah. classified so I didn't know it. And I was like, if I'm going to be serious about my, the race on Sunday, like I want to know the track. So I was like, I'll just cruise, save my car, make sure nothing breaks. Mm-hmm. As soon as the, as soon as the flag went up or whatever, <laughs> to go, out, the window, out right? the window and I was just wicked. So then, um, yeah, started coming through the pack. Uh, cause I started like fifth row or whatever and broke off my entire wheel and housing and blew apart my, <laughs> exploded my caliper, ripped the whole st- so part part of the, the the art of racing these successfully is preserving your car yes. while going fast. Depending on the track, like um, if it's not too rocky or you know if it's a, a track like Prim, you can you can hammer it pretty hard mm-hmm. and um, just not be stupid. Um, but uh, yeah, Havasu was pretty rough. It was rocky. It was sandy. It was there was water. Um, There's a lot of elements, and I just let all cares go out the window. I'm like, ah, it's, yeah. Players. So were you, able to, were you able to fix it and race Sunday? Yeah. So we ended up fixing it and was able to race Sunday. And then um, there was the famous uh, lagoon jump. And I, I came across the lagoon jump and this guy. Were you guys jumping that in these things? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So I came across the lagoon jump and this, I think there was something wrong with this car. You can either go around the lagoon yeah. jump or you can jump it. And it's deep. You can't roll it. Yeah. Um, and this guy like went to go turn right to, to miss the lane or whatever yeah. instead of jumping it and then turned last second and like was going so slow and he jumped like halfway into the water and i had to like i still had i couldn't roll it so i jumped it without having to land on him and landed like in the deepest part of it and, oh. was, and then hit all this mud and then my hand controls got all jammed up with sand and oh, water no. and they were sticking and i like went like another half a lap and like my throttle was like sticking through the corners and like i was going off the track and i was like this isn't worth it so i just Pulled yeah. it off, packed it up, took it as a loss, and um, yeah, that was the last race I did because I ended up uh, getting surgery on my back uh, yeah. a few weeks later. Dude, I can't believe you—you you guys jumped that lagoon jump because, like, oh yeah, you know, like a couple of years ago, I built uh, a Suzuki, was RMX for Talon LaFontaine to race, uh-huh. and I got pictures of him jumping that thing, and I'm like, oh. What the hell is that? It looks so big. Yeah. You know, maybe it's the photographer had a good angle or whatever, but it looked like it's a pretty. It's it's like an evil. You can jump these things out. uh, Wow. Yeah. I gotta see that. I gotta come watch you. Yeah, it's pretty smooth too. The landing wasn't even that bad. Um, But yeah, I just got kind of washed away. I mean, I I think that I don't know. The works series is great, but I think they needed to like do something different for Havasu because there was 
it's pretty narrow, like down on the beach. Mm-hmm. So like, no passing. Well, somebody rolled over, and it's only as wide as one car. Oh, so, and, traffic jam? Or, yeah, you're stuck yeah. there for like a minute till somebody can get it out of the way, or yeah. you can try to, you know, go into the lake, but you're going to yeah. swamp your car. So, like, so the guy that, like, screwed up the lake before you, did he, like, drown? <laughs> no, I was, I was farther behind him because I, I had to, like... Oh, you didn't jump over him. I thought you jumped over him. No, he oh, okay. jumped it, but he was like he pretty much cased it, and I was like behind him on that, so I oh. was even more in it because I couldn't just pin it right into him. Yeah, uh, and I couldn't roll it, so I just like you're like all right, I guess I'll just halfway kind of jump it, and it oh. sucked. I was soaked. I was covered in mud and sand and water, and yeah, my, my uh, throttle kept sticking after that. So, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the videos that you had on your uh, on your page was uh... Instagram. No, I, I saw a video of you when you got this Polaris. Oh, that was um, right? for my documentary, right? I don't, I don't they, think it was in the documentary, but it was like maybe Polaris made the video. No, that was my documentary, I think. It was? Yeah, I think that's the when only video I When they flew you out? Yeah, when they flew me out. Yeah, okay. that, that was my documentary. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. So that was pretty sick. Was it, So this, this car was a surprise. Yeah, this same one. I was just going there, and I thought that... Well, I asked, I was like, well, do you guys really need me there? If like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to have hand control or like a way to drive because yeah, I don't know. They're like, no, we want you to go like, just be there and hang out and just, you know, uh-huh. do whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. And yeah, I'm all for that. And I'll watch Pastrana and RJ Anderson mm-hmm. and those guys. Um, and then we went back there and they surprised me with it and they had hand control. So I got to drive and, and then they had a couple uh, other demo units. So Emily got a drive and we went out oh, on nice. the hills and started racing around and, I think she enjoys it too, but she's not like she's an adrenaline junkie. But she's not like she's or she's not really a huge risk taker when it comes yeah. to things like that. But she's wild. Like we could be in the two seater, and I could be on like this mountain ridge, and we could be like I could be pinning it, like where I'm like sliding on the edges of the uh-huh. cliffs and like hitting jumps. And she's like, like there's times where I get like pretty sketchy, and you'll just hear it go oh like <laughs> and not say much. Where like I can't I cannot be in the passenger seat with anybody like. Yeah, I will not put no, my not, life not in, in anybody's hands. Like never. Yeah. Um, but she she's fine with it, um, and we we have fun. We're doing it, and it's it's been great. Yeah, that's cool. So you're uh, a Polaris sponsored rider then? Yeah. Or is it driver? It's driver. I, I don't know. People say, "Oh, let's go ride." I'm like, "What do you mean ride?" They're like razors, and I'm like, "It's driving." Like yeah. don't say ride. Yeah. It's driving. Like, but they every, all the side by side guys say, "Let's go ride." And I'm like, ride. Come on. <laughs> So you have some good, uh, some good backers here. Yeah, I have a lot of great people on board. Um, yeah, Polaris, especially, and uh, mm-hmm. Four Wheel Parts, 4WP. Mm-hmm. Um, they've came on board, and, and it's been great working with them. And uh, got some stuff in my van from them, and mm-hmm. um, got some got some help with them uh, as being my title sponsor for this year. And Walker Evans for suspension mm-hmm. vehicles for Polaris. Um, uh, method race wheels, BF Goodrich tires, um, and, uh, seal savers and VP racing fuels. And, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot of great people behind me and, uh, you know, Sparco, you know, yeah. legendary hey, Sparco racing so, suits. And so we're sitting here looking at his, uh, his Polaris and there's a gigantic KR Ken Roxon on the, on the driver's. Oh yeah. Thing. I've been, I've been meaning to let people know what Ken's doing for me. Um, I'm not going to say it yet. Um, he, I mean, nothing crazy. He's not like he's he's paying for my whole operation or anything like that. But Ken did something really cool for me, and um, hopefully have a video on my YouTube channel here soon to nice. kind of like let people know. Uh-huh. And then if uh, if you're not a fan of Ken Roxon, 
I think you really need to reconsider that. He's oh, yeah. He's amazing a- guy. And if you watched him, like, people watch him race or, and everything like that. But if you go to, like, outdoor track, like the Moto Sandbox or, you know, the Nest or whatever they call mm-hmm. it now, um, and just watch him put down a 30-minute moto, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, the stuff he can do on a bike is insane. And I think just give him a little more time, he'll be there. He's just – I agree. And then he, he's figuring out this – uh, issue that he's had with his body and um i think he'll be he's going to be super good this i think yeah. outdoors and next year supercross as well okay so we'll leave it at ken roxon is a big supporter of you yeah i mean i'm i'm a huge ken roxon supporter i mean i'm a big fan of him and i i, I mean him as a person too and just the way he rides too i mean mm-hmm. same with cole seeley and um you know there's a few guys that i really like like to watch mm-hmm. and been really cool and you can't even eli tomac's pretty darly to watch when he's on when yeah he's... like even like because you've been a milestone of supercross day like that track you can drive you can ride it really fast yeah and there was times where i was out there riding and he would just go lay down some sprint laps and he would hit berms so hard that they would like you could see them like flex yeah and it like huge supercross berms they were flexing with him hitting him yeah. and it was just unbelievable um those guys are insane and you know even cooper webb's doing really well mm-hmm. this year and he's he's really surprised me and um it's cool to see you know him a guy that i raced and battled with you know for a long time doing so well mm-hmm. i mean it's kind of it kind of sucks because you know i'm not there in that position or guys that i used to beat are now winning yeah you know about to win supercross titles or winning races but um i don't know live and learn and move on i guess yeah hey i always wondered like like you know, obviously, because my brother Ross is a paraplegic. Yeah. Um, he fights a constant battle with pressure sores, right? Yeah. So, and then I know David Bailey when he got in Ricky James's crazy motorcycle and rode that. Yeah, I think he, he did he crash or his no, no, tailbone. No, David Bailey like burst out a gnarly pressure sore. Then it was his tailbone, though, wasn't it? It went through his skin. Maybe, but yeah. I, that was the start of his big trouble that he had. Mm-hmm. But like, and these things. Do you have to worry about that at all, or do, well, do you run a gnarly seat or something? We're in it a max 50 minutes, like 50. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I think I have really good circulation. I mean, all the, everybody I've, all the therapists I've been to, I have really good circulation. Like, I don't know, people talk about pressure sores and things like that, and they freak me out. Like, Mike Young's done it. You're, you yeah. freaked me out about it, and I've mm-hmm. never seen an issue. Like, I mean, I've had cuts on my legs, and they healed just normal as if mm, okay. I wasn't even in a wheelchair. So like, and then people telling me they have good circulation has like reassured me. And I haven't had, you know, some people say like, Oh, you cut your leg open or whatever. You bang it on something. And it takes like weeks to heal. Yeah. That's no, how it is for Ross. Yeah. Mine heals yeah. quickly. So, I mean, I always don't want to take that risk, but yeah, definitely. Sparco seats I have have good cushion, like good seating in it. And then so I just, are you running a standard seat or are you running your, also your cushion from your chair? No, I don't use my cushion for my chair. It just sits too tall. Um, oh. I might try to get something made later, but mm-hmm. no, I just get like a couple of like memory foam pads and put those in there too, just just for comfort, just because I like it. I have a lot oh. of feeling in, in my glutes and my legs, mm-hmm. um, just not really any movement um, yet. <laughs> Hopefully, for now. Yeah. And um, but uh, so I can feel when things are irritating me or whatever. So I I don't know. I think I have a good sense of when i could have something like that issue but like we're always up and down too so i feel like those are releases but like i know guys that go and race like you've been in a shifter cart before right oh yeah you're sitting on plastic yeah i know guys in wheelchairs that go race for 
that are in them for like 45 minutes at a time and they say they have no issues and i'm like oh. that's trippy to me yeah. like that weirds me out but no i mean i think i think a lot of people have different issues and like i mean i hear so many different horror stories about whatever infections or different things like that and like i don't I don't know. I don't have well, those hey, issues. You're blessed that you don't have to deal with that. I'm I glad know. for you. I mean, I take, I think about little things like that. And like, you know, I am blessed. Like I, luckily I have use of my hands and things like that. It could always be worse, but like it could always be a lot better too. True. <laughs> you know, but True. no matter what situation you're in, somebody's got it worse. Like, yeah. No matter what hole you're sitting in and how shitty things are. Um, sorry, but uh, yeah, it could, it could always be worse. Yeah. So like sometimes you just got to look at it like that even bad as it is okay you touched on uh a surgery you had recently and then we were talking about that a little bit yeah i'm trying to get some some momentum going towards my for my youtube i'm just trying to do something to keep people like updated or Uh if people even care to know what i'm doing Dude, the youtube is going off man that hey i have to tell you that that video i mean the videos i we were kind of lacking on some camera equipment but we kind of want to make it more of not like a vlog i don't hate the word vlog yeah but like um just because it's so cliche now i feel like with everybody yeah um but like i want to just it'd be a video or whatever or even if we just sit at the table with somebody fun like kenny or you know my wife or you anything mm-hmm. um just post some stuff to like let people know kind of what we're doing or that you know i'm not slowed down by anything and um i mean i think some of the videos are pretty cool i only have mm-hmm. like three up yet on my youtube channel but like yeah. i want to get some subscribers to get people like maybe to branch it out a little bit more because i'm like mm-hmm. man if i don't get that many views like what's the point of doing them but like i mean if you don't like it hit the thumbs down just or comment why you don't like it just let yeah. me know and i'll change it i'll make dude, some different things silver linings was so good i just wish I, I, when, when you put it out dude and this is bad but i was watching it on my phone on the you might know, yeah the rock form case mount the magnet and it came out and i was like oh it's, it's out sick I was watching while I was driving on the freeway and it got to a point where Jordan was talking and he starts crying. Oh man, Jordan Spartan. I start hard. crying. I'm like, I got to turn this shit off. <laughs> you have How about my you? Car. I, I've texted you on the phone or like I text you while I'm driving and you're like, Hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I'm just driving. You're like, why are you texting? And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, especially with hand controls. Dude. Oh, Come it's on. got cruise control. It's fine. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> Emily does the same thing. Uh, well, tells me the same thing. She doesn't. She won't be on the phone when she's driving. She's she's a good girl. Yeah, but dude, that was amazing documentary. Thank you. Really I just wish. Hey, I, I wanted to ask you, why didn't you have wedding footage in it? Because I saw Red Bull didn't want to do it. Really? No, I don't know why. Huh. They Red Bull never even posted about it. It was their video. Yeah. Don't know why. They were they weren't gonna release it. The thing's been done for like a while and then ryan and walters and i ryan did an awesome job on it yeah he walters killed it so good and um i wish people could really appreciate that um but i don't know they just weren't releasing it and they're saying there's issues or something i don't know and then finally i just like well dude, it's getting kind of out of date like i already got married i've already raced like we mm-hmm. were supposed to have maybe a second one or maybe have bigger budget to do a longer one like yeah. what do you want to do and it just ended up just going to my youtube i was like screw it let's get it out yeah. but it's i mean it's got like two hundred thousand views but i mean i feel like it should yeah I so i don't you're... feel like it should have more but i mean i wish it did. no it should have more. like i feel i just i don't know if people just don't have time to click it i mean people get so caught up in cruising instagram or whatever yeah. but like it's funny is i have two hundred eighteen thousand followers i think mm-hmm. two hundred eighteen, and, and two hundred thousand views <laughs> two hundred eight i think i have two hundred seventeen or two hundred eighteen thousand yeah. views so if you follow me on instagram thank you i really appreciate it and uh 
if anybody ever sends me a direct message like and I don't reply, just just keep sending them. <laughs> They'll yeah. pop back up and I'll see them. I just it's hard sometimes, and I I try not to stay on my phone too much, but mm-hmm. um, I do get a lot of messages, not a crazy amount, but I do get a lot, and I try to get back to everybody I can, and mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna repost silver linings below this below this uh podcast on okay our site. so let's try to get more views on it yeah yeah I mean, if you have not seen it or somebody really that might be it. interested in it share it or whatever i yeah. mean it's not like it's i just feel like we i don't know it's not that i want the views it's that i i feel like we put a lot of effort into it yeah. and i went through some shit and it was it was tough like really mm-hmm. tough and i just I don't know. I want to share that story. Ryan Walters worked so hard on it and he busted his ass on it and we were up yeah. late. I mean, I was giving him say and my opinions and stuff, but he pretty much had a direction with it. And he, I mean, half the time I was like, I don't know what he's got in his mind. Cause he wouldn't <laughs> want to show like some of the stuff, but he absolutely killed it. And, um, he, he did a really good job with it, I think. And, um, I wish I would have got my parents in there talking a little bit or maybe mm-hmm. some of my, my video, um, uh, I think out of context, they kind of like maybe seem like a little bit different, but I mean, it was just a hard time. I think, and I think for a parent, that's a really hard situation to be in. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I don't know how, were you, was your dad around when your brother no. got injured? No, my dad wasn't, but like your even mom? for, no, oh, our, really? both of our parents have been gone for a while, but, oh, sorry to hear that. but, uh, yeah, man, it's, I mean, yeah, I need to tell you, it's devastating. I mean, even for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. tough. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but damn, it's close at that time. At that time, it, it was mm-hmm. pretty much damn near yeah. it. And it was a struggle. Yeah. I don't know how to say it. It was just fucking tough. Yeah. <laughs> like, super tough. So, okay, so then backing up, you know, I asked you about the surgery, but then you said YouTube. So you're waiting to tell that story in a video then, right? Uh, not necessarily, but I want to have, like, some info on it. Um, I got a couple clips from surgery. Uh-huh. on a gopro i gotta dig him up i, I, I already <laughs> lost the freaking sd card <laughs> uh-huh. but um yeah i had a had a little um not really experimental surgery but like a- after my recovery I, I don't know if people saw maybe like a couple times i posted i didn't really want to show much unless i had something i didn't even want to post until i was like oh, i was like i'm not gonna post anything about my recovery until i'm up walking like mm-hmm. that's kind of why like i didn't do like the magical daily type thing or when he was doing the updates all the time or whatever i just i wasn't into it i wasn't focused on that type of things and I don't know, my, my brain was scattered, but um, uh, as far as my recovery, um, I was getting a lot of great things back, and it was like starting at, I think once my I started coming out of spinal shock a little bit, I started gaining back some stuff, and like mm-hmm. there was nights where almost every night I'd be able to move my feet, mm-hmm. and it started happening more frequently, and like I would work at it for hours and sitting in bed and doing whatever, and mm-hmm. I'd go to therapy all the time, and I was getting him to move like 15 times a night where I could make him go up and down. And then there mm-hmm. was times where I got like, I could get my feet to do like a wave or like, not like a high wave, but yeah. like I could move like my, my little feet into my, I mean my little, my like pinky toe into my yeah. big toe and like wave it like, mm-hmm. and I was seeing that and it was like so motivating and I was like, yeah. And then I started getting some glute function and like a little bit like abs coming back better and my lower back muscles and like slowly things just started like, the ab muscles and that kind of stayed the same, but like glutes, not as much, but then my feet just like went from going like 15 to 20 times a night or whatever, being able to use them to like eight to mm-hmm. like five to 
to like three to like maybe one and then just stopped really like and i couldn't figure it out and i told my doctor i'm like what what like this makes no sense like i'm not losing these pathways because i work on them every day like what what's going on and he was like i don't know like it doesn't make any sense like he just couldn't figure it out and he was just kind of like baffled kind of baffled by it and um we couldn't get an mri to see how it looked because i had all that um hardware in my back so oh, yeah. yeah so all that hardware you can't get a clear image so i had the hardware removed it was causing me some issues it was like dude, honestly if i could go back and if i knew anything about spinal cord injury which i think racers if any of you guys um or listening to this or have seen any of my videos or anything like that like get educated on it a little bit and mm -hmm. like you know kind of know the procedures a little bit when you get injured so if you ever did like you don't want to put that in your mind i know you guys are just going to blow it off or whatever but it dude it could really save you if you do kind of some of the things with um how it works um mm -hmm. as far as like you know procedure of immediate injury or whatever but mm -hmm. like looking back the way they moved me at the track the way i was in the, the ambulance way it was i was bouncing around everywhere like where i went to to get my surgery and then all that stuff and like no ice or compression like type things right immediately like there's things that that were just total red flags i feel like looking back and i'm like what the hell like if i could have just got some really good attention i feel like mm -hmm. i mean asterix medical crew like alpine star medical crew they did great but I, once i was off the track i was out of their hands you know yeah so that's kind of where I felt a little out of place. And then the hospital I went to and like my back wasn't like seriously like out of place. It wasn't like mm -hmm. I fractured my T4 and T5. Yeah. They weren't out of place, nothing like that. But for me to do therapy or to move around, like I needed to have it stable. So I ended up getting fused from T2 to T7, which mm -hmm. I only really needed to be have the my doctor said he put four too many screws in and went four too many or two too many vertebrae down. Mm -hmm which I was overkill for what I needed. I really wasn't like that. And I honestly don't know how well this guy was qualified to do my surgery. Like I was out of it in the hospital, medication, everything like that. And listening to him, I, fuck, I, I don't know how qualified he really was. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's qualified to do it decent, but yeah, not, not yeah. somebody, not a real expert specialist or mm -hmm. anything. And I mean, I just, I think about that sometimes. Like if so, they could have done the right stuff, maybe it could have gone a little bit differently in recovery because mm -hmm. my injury wasn't like that bad, really. I mean, yes, it was a spinal cord injury, but it wasn't like no severe bruising or cut or, you know, s severed cord or out of place, spine, nothing. Yeah. It wasn't like that bad. Um, and then I see people that have had like dislocated spines and like completely burst fractured and fractions or you know pieces of their bone going into their spinal cord and they're walking and i'm like what the hell like wow yeah why not me um you know it's kind of tough but um you know i think being educated and kind of like learning yeah. some of those steps might might help you one day mm -hmm. you don't ever want to think about it like and you probably won't listen to this and you probably won't listen to me <laughs> but it could happen to anybody at any given point like i was in the hospital and people were had neck spinal cord injuries and quadriplegics that couldn't even like move their arms at all and they were leaving for work at six in the morning and slipped on black ice yeah like at least i mean at least i've you know cra doing crashed something cool. doing something cool <laughs> and i loved it but you never want that to happen but yeah so you got yeah. the hardware out so got the hardware taken out um 
my doctor said he took out the top two screws and the top and the bottom two screws by hand. They're loose. No tools, completely oh. loose, completely stripped out, and like, uh, and then I kept every time I'd bend over or I'd move, I'd always get this like weird crunch and like weird feeling in my side, and uh, my doctor said it was um, my hardware catching on my rib cage. Oh. So like that's yeah. where I'm like, dude, how? And then I look at my my X-rays or whatever, and like screws were all going different directions yeah not, they weren't straight they're like yeah i remember i saw that picture yeah and i'm like what the fuck like jeez and um got that removed had to wait a couple months to get the swelling down to get another clean mri got another one um i think right around after my wedding or somewhere and um he's like you have a cyst inside your spinal cord and I, he's like i think that's what's blocking any he's like with first he oh. came in was like where you're at's where you're gonna get and i'm like you know, I kind of yeah. I, I expected that or like kind of knew that, but like, I, I mean, I was always op- optimistic and didn't want to put that in my mind, but mm-hmm. he's like, unless we get this cyst taken out of your spinal cord, he's like, this thing developed and he's like, this is why you lost that function. And this is why he's like, doesn't oh, matter. Blocking. Yeah. He's like, it doesn't matter how much stem cell therapy, crazy experiments, how much therapy and work you put into this, it's not going to do anything. Because of that cyst. Because of this cyst. Like, no signal can pass through this at all. He's like, it's like having a freaking uh, clogged pipe. Like, you just nothing. kink in your garden hose. Yeah, kink in your garden hose. Nothing can go through that. So I was like, okay, so what can we do? He's like, all right, well, we can. He's like, there's only two doctors in the U.S. that can do this type of surgery, or two Mm -hmm. or three. And he's like, and I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, you're lucky I'm one of them. (laughs) Sweet, yeah, Dr. Braze, he's an unbelievable uh, neurosurgeon. And, um, He's like, luckily I can do it, and um, let's let's get that removed. And I mean, it sucked. My my surgery kind of took longer to get done, but I mean, it, it finally got done, so that was great. Mm-hmm. But I had to wait a while and um, make sure my insurance could cover it and everything, and it wasn't coming out of my road to recovery fund with you know therapy and everything else that I've had yeah. to deal with, um, and getting my house you know ADA or even accessible for me because it's two story. And um, got that removed. He went ahead to drill a hole through my spine, mm-hmm. get to my spinal cord, because your spinal cord's inside your spine. Yeah. Um, get to my spinal cord, cut open the spinal cord, go inside, get the cyst removed, make sure no everything was looking clean. Had like this artificial sponge type thing uh-huh. that he injected. He took stel- uh, stem cells out of my bone marrow and my hip. Yeah. And went through like this processing plant where they, you know, they multiply all the cells and everything put yeah. it in this artificial sponge thing put it inside my spinal cord so they would all stay there that's why the sponge is there so it wouldn't kind of disperse all through my body and um so, and then sew that back up and he said it's like trying to sew a water balloon with water in it huh. he said it's it's tricky yeah. and i'm like wow that sucks and through a hole in the spine which is not very big so yeah. tiny little tools doing all this and i mean that's why they get paid the big bucks yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so then sewed all that up uh got recovered you know was in the recovering room and he was like he's like hey try to push your foot into my hand i mean i couldn't i couldn't see because i was laying flat and i had mm-hmm. blankets and pillows over me and he's like i felt you push into my my hand with your right foot twice two little twitches tiny and i'm like oh that's kind of cool i didn't feel it or no but okay maybe mm-hmm. you said that to make me feel good i don't know but um He's like, yeah, don't expect much for three to six months that the cells that take place and then mm-hmm. take effect and, you know, re- the swelling in your spine and everything to kind of calm back down. Um, so like after I got my, har- my hardware out, 
I had to wait that long just to even get an MRI because of the swelling and, you know, to get a clear image. Mm-hmm. So um, right now, I'm, today is two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today is two weeks on the dot from my surgery. Still pretty sore. Um, Blake Savage, my good friend, had his, his ride day yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, he's trying to raise awareness and, and some, you know, raise some funds for his, you know, outstanding medical bills and, and everything like that. So I wasn't able to go to that, and I mm-hmm. feel really bad, but I was... I was uh, also sick. I don't know. I thought I was honestly. I thought I was gonna die. I don't know what was going on with me. I was. I had the worst headache. I was cold and hot and crazy and like freaking out. And some people told me that's just your body trying to heal when it's yeah or something like that. But I was I was freaked out and it. I was in pain and then today I uh, this morning I took a couple pain meds and I I feel pretty good mm-hmm. decent and I'm you know out and about a little bit this morning around the house, so. Um, today's better but um you know if you know blake savage or you don't if you you know want to help with him or i or um john fontaine um any of the people on road to recovery go to the site and help out i mean people listening to this you can skip out on chipotle for a day and it'll help somebody out a lot (laughs) like just think about it that way yeah um and and, you know it goes a long way for for people that are in need and if you just imagine being yourself in that position and you wanting that help Mm mm-hmm so uh, you talked about road road to recovery quite a bit. Yeah. Um, is without I mean, cut me off. It's too personal or whatever. But like, has that taken care of all your original bills and stuff? And is that how you're living now? I mean, uh, no. Like, uh, well, I I'm actually um, still finishing up my my contract from TLD. Mm-hmm not my full salary or whatever, but Troy is still helping me out. Uh-huh. Um, and then That's now awesome. luckily I've, I've, he wanted, he said, uh, I'll help you out for the next two years. Like we, your contract stated, but I can't do what we were promising you, but I can do enough to, um, you know, make, you know, get you by or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've been extremely grateful for that. Um, road recovery has helped out with all my bills. Um, um, had a few great donors, you know, donate some stuff and um, got a lift in my house, some recovery equipment, helped me uh, pay the bills, um, not my med- like personal house bills, that's all been on me and everything, mm-hmm. um, but like medical stuff and um, my health insurance. And then, um, yeah, the lift up my stairs from road recovery and all the people that have helped out, that's what it goes to, the money. Yeah. So the lift for me to go up to my bedroom, that was from you guys. Um, the concrete work to get into my front door instead of having to go through my garage up this little ramp. Yeah. That was from you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, standing frames so I could stand up on my, on my f- own your, feet. That's keep, to keep your bone density, right? Bone density. And I would just watch TV up there. Emily would bring me lunch or dinner or whatever yeah. it might be. And then now, um, you know, getting back to on my feet or whatever. And, um, um, you know, figuratively, <laughs> not physically. Um, back on my feet with uh everything and you know building my racing career on four wheels mm-hmm. and it's looking good so that and then each year we're going to start we're going to continue to do my ride school every mm-hmm. year i wanted to turn it into an event and i want and then it to be a fun thing for everybody and people to learn and and have 
have fun with it, which is that's why everybody mm-hmm. rides is because it's fun. Yeah. Unless they're getting paid, they're doing it because it's a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, have fun, learn stuff, and just have a good time and for you know a good cause. Keep me doing therapy, which that's my goal is to keep doing therapy, especially after the surgery. I'm going to hit it hard. I took a break for like two months before I got surgery because my doctor telling me that I um, two or three months actually because he said you know no point if you're getting tired of it take a break because mm-hmm. with that cyst it's not really going to do anything yeah so I took a break because I was getting burnout on it I was doing it I was driving over the Ortega yeah you know three to four days a week driving over the Ortegas and texting is tough <laughs> there's no service <laughs> on there so only only a couple spots um, but yeah I just got burnout on it so I took a break and then I'm gonna hit it hard when I once I'm healed up and able mm-hmm. to do that but yeah um, and then your uh, some of your sponsors for for uh, driving, yeah, for driving. Are, are they're actually paying you, right? Yeah, so I've got Red Bull doing some stuff. Um, yeah, I got some good sponsors coming yeah, on board awesome. and, yeah. and things. So, um, yeah, people are I don't know. People like always feel weird to ask me or whatever. They're like, "Well, how do you live?" I'm like, "Don't worry, I'm okay." Like, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I, I'll make it happen. You know. Um, yeah. So I'm you were talking about my brain, you know, I'm, I, I <laughs> yeah. Cause I know that, uh, didn't, didn't the team offer you like a position to come work and uh, help manage or something or do something? No, I wish. <laughs> no, I wish. Well, I mean, no, not really. I thought TK said something like that to me at one point. Mm, not really ever offered it. No. Okay. I mean, it was, a, it was, a, it was talked about, but the position yeah. was never there and never really opened up. And I was like, I wanted to have a little bit more experience and I, I was still, I'm still able to live comfortably, I'd mm-hmm. say. And I didn't really need to do that. And I was really focusing on my recovery. And then, you know, the side by side thing was just a fun thing. And then yeah. I've kind of tried to build it into something which could be a profession. Yeah. Which yeah. it will be now. Yeah. So now I saw a logo on your other car mm-hmm. and I think you were telling me that you were going to start a brand of some sort. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll keep the, the name under wraps. Oh, but, you okay. know, but yeah, I, I have a brand I'm starting up. Um, I've mm-hmm. been working on it for a little while. I've had some good people help me with design, and you know the website's getting still in the works. But I just it hasn't been a huge rush because I don't really have a lot of product yet. I just mm-hmm. have a couple little things. But um, yeah, I'm gonna keep it under wraps. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of people probably listen to this. Um, but yeah, I got some cool stuff coming for some from side by sides, and then you know maybe it'll transition into motorcycle stuff. But I, I just mm-hmm. want it to be a fun brand. The name's gonna be you guys are gonna probably scratch your heads on the name, but um, <laughs> kind of comes from my childhood a little bit, and um, you know I just want to have like cool stuff. It doesn't have to be. It's not a motorsport brand. That's why the name's mm-hmm. the way it is. It doesn't have to be directly at one thing. It could be clothing. It could be dog stuff. It could be motorsport stuff. It could be yeah. whatever it wants to be. I just want to. I just want to do it as a personal project for fun. And yeah. and if it goes wherever, great. If not, whatever. I'm, you know, I mean, you may not want to even think about it like this, but like, the one frustrating thing for me in dealing with my brother is how everything associated with being in a chair is more expensive than it should be, I think. Oh I think it's because it's a, it's a medical thing, right? Yeah. What if you like came up with, like, in, in, in your everyday life, you have to have ideas of products to make things better. Oh, all the time. So, like, start a company like that and, and make stuff, but not make it stupid prices where, like, insurance True. Us. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you look at a wheelchair, there's not a whole lot to it, but they charge, like, like 
twelve grand for some of them. Yeah, it has no motor, has no suspension. Yeah, it's, it's not titanium. It's, it's nothing crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, a lot of them are titanium, or but they only do like a titanium frame and they'll leave the bolts like steel, yeah. like just. But I mean, it's stuff. not. It, just it's just because it's a medically coals. Yeah, it's just, an insurance thing. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's so stupid and it's unbelievably pricey. Everything. So that's why you know, help like that is is great and you know insurance will only give you a chair for like every 10 years or something like that mm. i think or eight something it's yeah insane and then yeah i don't know it's it sucks it's it's so it's a messed up cycle i think yeah everything well hey let's take a break to uh hear from my wonderful sponsors let's uh, hear them i want to know who yeah. they are well here we go all right for over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the SWAT Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barsha, and myself, Adam Ciantrillo, require the best performance, which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. Check out scott-sports.com and see their complete line of high-performance goggles. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So, yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails. Or if you want to go a bit further, longer and faster, they, they just brought out a new Taser e-bike, which is, uh, yeah, everyone's given the double thumbs up on. So head down to your local Intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at IntenseCycles.com. Check it out, guys. Hi, uh, I'm Mitch Payton from Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki team. And I uh, just want to give a shout out to Throttle Syndicate. Um, it's a new name, but it's the same company that's been around for uh, 30 years. We've been with them since the very beginning in 1991. And they're a big part of why our bikes always look the way they do. We're really proud to have them involved and hopefully they have a good year. Visit ThrottleSyndicate.com to view the full range of customizable graphic kits gripper seat covers, sticker kits, and more. Use promo code SWATMOTOLIVE at checkout for a 20% discount off your order. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the Action Sports Special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Say, so, hey, welcome back to the Swap Moto Podcast. Again, I'm here with Jesse Nelson. 
Hey, Welcome. I wanted, I wanted to ask you, man, how's married life? Married life? Not much different than the life before, but it's great. <laughs> I don't know. I've got a great woman. I really, I like scratch my head a lot of times and I'm like, how the hell did this happen? Like, this makes no sense. Like, yeah. it makes no sense to me. But Emily's amazing. Um, but she does like adopting dogs. Yeah. And we're up to four now. Four. Yeah, four dogs. Yeah. Did you end up keeping that husky? Oh, I love him. He's like my best friend. Oh, I got to go in and meet him. He's a little grumpy sometimes. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll shoot her a text, tell her to bring him out to the yeah. garage. But, uh, uh, and she, so she kills her, right? Isn't she like a model? Yeah, she models and does stuff like that. And she, mm-hmm. I mean, helps me out with whatever I need um, as far as the side by side stuff, too. Yeah. And I think she enjoys it. Um, she says she does. So. And she's also in school then? Yeah, she's still going to school um, online pretty much, mm-hmm. um, pretty much full time, I say. Yeah. Um, well, as much I don't, I don't really know how online full time online school <laughs> works. It's not like she's there at the de- at her desk every single yeah. moment of the day. So I guess not really that full time. But uh, yeah, what, what's she studying? Um, she's studying uh, marketing, mm-hmm. marketing, and then um, all of her. Uh, what is she supposed to get her associates or something? And um, yeah, she's kind of tossed between different things or whatever, getting a business degree and or. She wants to do her, you know, marketing degree or mm-hmm. kind of stuff like that. She's learning the marketing to market your company. When yeah, you launch her, she's right? all about that. And she's starting up her own little company too as well. Mm-hmm. She loves animals. So she's like, she really wants to maybe do something um, with animals. Yeah. Uh, dogs or, you know, I don't know. She loves every type of animal. Dog, cat, mm-hmm. uh, cows, uh, foxes, uh snow leopards she's yeah. like we need to go to china we need to save the snow leopards I'm like oh emily <laughs> what are we gonna do to save these things like we gotta do something <laughs> yeah like, okay nice um what does she do on a day-to-day basis like is she just inside studying right now cooks or? yeah she's actually upstairs doing studying right now uh-huh. um what's today thursday so tuesday wednesday she was at a shoot in Palm Springs or mm-hmm. Yucca Valley? Dude, and she does, like like, she does like gnarly, like real modeling stuff, right? Like, I'm a model now too. Give oh, me yeah, some yeah, 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 yeah. I got know. hired to go – so Emily and I got hired to go do a um, a wedding magazine or wedding – it was for uh, something in um, Mexico. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it was for. It was, I think it was for a couple of different things. It was for like a, um, a rental company as well, mm-hmm. as, long, as well as uh, – Grand Velas, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. There's a there was like three different resorts. Um, okay. In Mexico, we were down in um, Puerto Vallarta, and there was like three different resorts, and we, we were doing it generally for them. And then it, there was like a magazine. A lot of it was going to go to like different magazines, and then their brochure, mm-hmm. and then uh, some rental companies too, and the dress that she wore or whatever. I just had to bring my own my suit for my wedding. Yeah. I wore that and um yeah, they hired us both to go down to Mexico. So if people are thinking we're just on vacation cruising around, yeah. We were working. Yeah. <laughs> we had to work one day. Well, so I, was, I had, was it basically a uh it was a stage wedding for a photo yeah, shoot then, stage Yeah, stage wedding. So I mean, I haven't seen the photos yet, but sweet. Now we have <laughs> two sets of two wedding sets photos. Two sets of wedding photos from two different locations. Yeah. My wife and I. And uh I didn't get a different suit i probably should have just got a different tie or something changed it up a little bit um or shirt but um yeah we got to go to um puerto Vallarta. unbelievable place so mm-hmm. cool people are so nice i lost my phone in a taxi guy remembered i told him where we were staying there's like i think there's like 1800 taxis there 
Mm. And the guy brought it back to my hotel. Really? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's crazy, huh? Because you think of like a, a foreign country and like, oh. Yeah. Like one time on, on vacation, our family went to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And my youngest daughter, Megan, she left her her Apple laptop in the taxi. Oh. And the taxi guy brought it back to the hotel. It was, no way. It was crazy. Yeah, she was so bummed and I was so mad at her. And then, I was so bummed too. I was like, the whole day was ruined. And I was like, let's just go do something fun. Get your mind off it. It's gone. What are you going to do? Yeah. Didn't have like, find my iPhone on. And like, we were trying to get it to work. Just, it wasn't happening. And then, um, and then uh, we got back to the hotel. And I'm like, oh, that day, today was fun. And then the, the front desk lady's like oh we found your phone the guy brought it back i'm like no way yeah well there's still some good people in the world yeah exactly um but yeah so we got out there we i i only had to work one day and we were there for eight Mm. so i just hung out just hung out you know had some good mexican beers yeah some beers a couple margaritas made friends with all the the people that worked there and hung out with them and yeah and uh, and when i got to go swimming and i uh we went and rented a, a Polaris quad and went and cruised around town because they're street legal. Yeah. So we just hopped on that thing and we went up and checked out. Uh, they filmed Predator, the movie there. Mm. So we went up to like the Predator site and like everything where they filmed it there and uh, saw some crocodiles. We went. Oh, both of our phones were dead. Actually, her phone was dead. My phone was still lost at, uh-huh. the, at the time. But we went on. This, we were going by this golf course and we see this big crocodile on um, right back next to this little. Um, pond on, on the golf course mm-hmm. we hop off and we go over there and emily's like getting pretty close to it it was like oh, no. bathing it was like you yeah. could, we like tried to like get to wake up or anything but it wouldn't but yeah. uh, we didn't get any photos or video of it or anything like that but wish we would have um well yeah we just had a great time it was really cool was, uh, iguanas everywhere and mm-hmm. peacocks and it was fun yeah, yeah. Really, really cool experience and to go there for quote-unquote work yeah <laughs> so cool, like cool a, gig uh, it was kind of like a paid vacation slash honeymoon second uh, wedding yeah so we never took a honeymoon just because i don't know we were we were like focusing on like uh we didn't really need to go like rush on a honeymoon or anything i didn't want to spend the money and yeah and i don't know we both we didn't really know where even where we would want to go mm-hmm. and so it was cool it was like a, a second honeymoon or whatever and or i mean first honeymoon yeah <laughs> Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah, we had a we had a blast. Cool. So what do you guys think about uh well, like how old are you now? Me? You twenty four. Twenty four and how old's Emily? Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, it's still a few years off, but you thought about family? Uh, I don't know. We like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were we talk about it all the time, but we're like, eh, I don't know, like when or Yeah. Like, I don't know, like both of us are kinda of like, man, that's a like big step yeah having a child um for sure one day but i don't know when i mean i'll be 25 next month mm-hmm. yeah may 11th anybody out there listening send a birthday present <laughs> just kidding <laughs> um yeah so yeah that's pretty much it yeah okay so i have to admit i was a little bit bummed when i saw on your instagram that you're selling your bicycles because i never wanted to but they've been sitting for it's 2000, end of 2016. Yeah, and they're really nice bicycles. So oh, my road bike's so sick. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. And Last person to ride it was Jordan Troxel, right? Yeah, that Jordan rode it at my ride day with um, a visor. Yeah, <laughs> and he had the bars all freaking cranked up on it. Um, yeah, my road bike's sick. Um, but I had people message me about it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, like 2,500 bucks. Like, yeah, 
my S works is like eleven thousand dollar bicycle, and mm-hmm. people are like, oh no, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. All right. I, I saw you write or trade. So like, what kind of dumb, ridiculous trade offers did you get? Huh? What did I? I didn't get any trade offers. Really? I don't think. Dude, you know what? You should I put don't think it. I got actually, any. Uh, I've I've sold a lot of my I would probably trade own. somebody for like a, a nice gun safe. A nice gun safe. So yeah, anyone with a nice gun safe. Want I don't have one of those. All my, oh, I just put all my guns under my bed. <laughs> I have a few. I have quite a few rifles. A yeah. couple, couple handguns. One right here. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I have my, uh, I have my downhill bike on. You know the app? Have you heard that app Offer Up? Yeah, I had. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't put my bicycle on Offer Up. Yeah, so I have it on Offer Up for three grand, and some guy. What year is it? Sixteen. What kind of bike is it? Demo eight. Carbon. No, I like the aluminum one better when I test run them. Oh, really? But anyway, some guy offered me like like two pounds of weed. <laughs> <laughs> and you took it. <laughs> no, he's all, he's like, you could sell it for way more than that, dude. And then all, why don't you do that? I was like, why don't you sell it? I'll trade you for some money. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, um, I forget what I posted. I had, uh, maybe nothing. I don't know what it was. Oh, one of my dirt bikes or something. Some guy tried to trade me this old, like clapped out Honda Civic that didn't run he's like oh it only needs some head gasket work yeah. I'm like why would I do that like yeah go on yeah so man I remember you had that trick beta factory edition trials bike Ben Spees bought that trials bike okay me. yeah yeah that's what you told me I don't know if, I don't know if Ben still rides it or not um I need to give him a call I haven't heard from him in a while mm-hmm. yeah Ben Spees super cool guy yeah you know, he rides. I love the trials bike. So much fun. You used to be a trials guy too, huh? A little bit, yeah. yeah a little bit. It was fun. Yeah, I like it. You know, it's funny. I, I think of you. I think about you almost every time I ride a mountain bike because so I have my, my I ride for Jesse on the front. I but, wish I had more of those. But every time I go down block trail, I think of you because like. You were so scared to go well, down. Well, dude. Uh, we, I, so, okay. We started this mountain bike section in my old magazine. And I said, hey, Jesse, I want to get a picture of you riding your mountain bike. And you say, oh, we'll go to Skyline and come down this one cool trail. It's, it's fun. So not only am I on a cross-country, I think I was on a hardtail. I went down and on a hardtail, too. No, 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 no. Wait, back up, bro. I'm riding this hardtail. With a big stem. With a big stem, but I was, like, in shorts and tennis shoes. I didn't have my shoe clips. I wasn't in bicycle gear. No drop posts. And I had no drop posts, and I had a camera bag on my back. And we're yeah. going down block, and we get to that ladder, and you're all, oh, you might want to walk this. Yeah. And so we go down this ladder, and I'm just terrified. Oh, it was hammered, too. Yeah. It was dry yeah. and rain-rutted. It was beat. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think about you every time I go down that ladder. And I think and you about, rip it now. I ripped the ladder, but I still haven't do done that. Do you still have dumb, your Epic? I, I do have an Epic still. How often do you ride that thing? I ride my stump jumper far more. I told you, they're the best. Yeah, yeah. Stumpy's the best. but Yeah. You go I up still, and down. I can't pull the trigger on that big double I shot you on. Oh really? Have you seen anybody jump it? Oh yeah, I've seen a lot. Like I took uh, Hunter Hunter Lawrence Did up he there. Hit it? He oh, he killed it. Yeah. But oh, wait, is he pretty good on a bike? Yeah, he's he's really oh wow really good. Like you know the uh, you know after the ladder, it turned left and it went whoosh, yeah down big steep, drop and then back up. He airs that out and jumps the whole top of the ridge. Oh really? And he was doing some I forgot what the trick was called. It had some funky name, but cross it. No, he like let go of his left hand and grabbed the seat. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, he's doing all these tricks, and, but yeah, he it's launched sketchy that sketchy right there if it's windy though, because like, yeah. bikes are carbon bikes pretty light, light. and like, it's a perfect little wind peak. You know, it gets like a nice gust through there. I've had it a few times where I almost lost it. Definitely. 
But yeah, still, still, uh, I watched how easily and effortlessly he did that downhill double, and I'm like, man, I just don't. You literally see it. just let off the brakes, and the bike just floats right over it. It's not in not in my wheelhouse. I'm <laughs> but yeah, so man, I yeah, I didn't check that bike out. So it's a it's a 16. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was just a built bike. I got it from Specialized. Um, yeah, but it's S-Works Yeah, S-Works, carbon wheels. I mean, it, I love that thing. And I, like, told myself, I'm like, I'm going to ride this thing one day. And then now it's just, like, I just use it to hold, um, like, my my uh, pressure washer hose. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and, my, and it's a, a rack for yeah. um, for uh, extension cords. <laughs> yeah. So it's just been sitting too long. And I'm just like, man, I get rid of it and free up a little bit of money. I'm, I'm, I think I'm trying to make a move right now. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe move back up north where I grew Paso up. Robles? Templeton. Templeton. Yeah. Templeton. Is Templeton north of Paso Robles or south? South. It's south. a town right next to it. Pretty okay. much, they're pretty much all the same thing. You know, it's, it's when you go home, do you area. go straight up or do you cut across that? I one? cut across the five. Like the one on one is always a nightmare. It seems mm-hmm. like. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna. I don't like leaving at two in the morning or three yeah. in the morning. I mean, what's if, that highway where James Dean died? Forty six. So you cut across forty six? Yeah, cut across forty six and then. Yeah. Do you ever go to that crazy gas station with the giant James Dean in the front? Uh, no, I never even been there. Oh, dude, because the fuel's always so expensive. They have jerky yeah. and nuts. And they all have kinds of all stuff. kinds of. You could yeah, buy it's like huge. You could buy beef jerky. You could buy all kinds of nuts. You could buy like statues of turtles and dogs and uh, yeah, I've t-shirts never, and hats. Never been in there. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But I love that area, and I, I just want to get back up there. You know, really bad, and yeah. and really try to take this this four wheel thing to the next level for me, mm-hmm. and you know, show my sponsors and the partners that i have like i'm willing to take this thing serious and like get into it like i've got the work ethic and then some when it comes to bringing you know the the motorcycle side of it over to four wheels and and i think i could do something really cool and try to produce some cool content and Mm -hmm. get people stoked and you know if somebody you know is down on their life or whatever you know like it's not over like just fuck just you gotta do it a different way i don't know and not everybody has that outlet, mm-hmm. but hey, message me. Let's go do it. Like, yeah, if you guys want to try it, let's go. Like, and I think the the whole pressure sore thing that you were talking about, I think that's, I don't know. Uh, there's ways around it. Mm. I, don't yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I've been out in these things for hours at a time, and I've never had a single issue or even the slightest resemblance of an issue or mm-hmm. anything. I just, you know, just be smart. Yeah, don't do anything stupid. And, yeah, but that for me, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have those four wheels to, to it's drive. It's an outlet for you. A hundred percent. Like yeah. this, I don't know. Nothing will stimulate your brain like riding a motorcycle. And like that is the next best thing. Mm-hmm. Unless you're on a bicycle. <laughs> but yeah. I don't yeah. have that luxury. Um, but it is, it's pretty incredible. And what they, what the, the, how far they've come and, and what they can do. I just don't think, I think a lot of people underestimate it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've never driven anything like this. I mean, the closest thing for me has been a, a golf cart or a mule. Yeah, there's you know, no the mules are lame. Right? No comparison. Yeah, yeah. it's it's you, really. Cool. You can ride the. You still will ride this across the street and go ride where the poppies are. I'll drive that thing to the Arco off Nichols and get, really get fuel and up. You've never been hassled for driving on the street. Not yet. I mean, <laughs> ask for forgiveness, so, not permission. If, if you get pulled over, you're gonna go. Oh, easy, I can't walk. I'll just say it's my first time. I just got these hand controls. I'm just checking them out. <laughs> No, I don't know. I mean, I think they got bigger issues to worry about than some 
some white kid cruising a razor on the yeah. street a little bit. But people, don't do that at home. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm not trying to set bad examples, but I just want to go drive. And it's sometimes a pain just to load up. Mm-hmm. When there's there's no point of loading up when I can just go half a mile on the street mm-hmm. and take that risk. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and loading up's a pain, right? Yeah. Gotta... I want to do some filming in, in town and the streets, like through downtown and, and like in, in, in like the, the washes, like where – you know, the big concrete washes and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah, I, right ta- right. I called the, so Elsinore is like really like extreme sports friendly yeah. Oh, yeah. and filming friendly. The, the permit for a day, I think is 50 bucks. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. You just have to have, um, an insurance policy that's like policy that's like over 500 grand for the mm-hmm. day or half the day or whatever. But let's, I think if you go through like K and K or whatever it is, it's mm-hmm. like, I think it's like a hundred bucks, maybe a hundred dollars. Yeah for that type of policy for the day. And then if you need road closure, you just have to, you have to pay overtime for however long you need those police officers to close mm-hmm. it down. But they're like, no, it's super simple. We just need a 10 day heads up. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's they cool. called and they seem super nonchalant about it. And they're like, yeah, it's no problem. You just need to get this policy. Let us know when you want to do it, fill this thing out. And, uh, and yeah, whenever you want to do it, 50 yeah, I would, bucks. Or I would assume for the town that has the grand Prix. Oh race yeah. The, the, the weekend of the, the grand Prix was the funnest race I've ever done. I'm gonna, like it was so cool yeah racing through town and then i didn't know but i guess pretty much side by sides or or dirt bikes are allowed to go on the street for that weekend yeah like some people were driving uh razors up to the lookout on ortega (laughs) i swear to god yeah i I saw videos on instagram i was like no way they're like yeah pretty much this weekend it's whatever goes (laughs) everything goes Yeah, yeah i don't know that's a really cool event so if anybody wants to go check that out next year yeah. I'll be there, and it's going to be fun. Yeah. All right. So, hey, um, okay, so if people want to support you, they could subscribe to your YouTube channel, which I assume is youtube.com slash C slash Jesse Nelson. Yeah, maybe. Just search my name. Maybe just search my name. Try to find it. Um, if a video is lame, just no, don't no, be no, shy. No. Just tell me. None of the videos just, are lame. They're just straight good. up tell me. Tell me what you want to see. You want to see some more like talking video. You want to see my wife. You want to see the dogs. You want to see uh, – actually, don't tell me you want to see my wife. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, if you want to see like how, how I drive or what I use to drive, I mean I'm, I've got a lot of ideas for videos, and I'll have a lot of stuff coming. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just, just check it out. Let me know what you think. Cool. Or oh. Instagram. I'll, I'll have some clips of whatever yep. I put up. It'll be on there. And um just don't I'm, post crash videos and surgery videos on the same. Yeah, day. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I didn't realize they were even in the same vicinity. I was, I had my mind was going yeah. all over the place, <laughs> and we went and filmed uh, in Big Bear the, that day as well, yeah. or right. the day before. Cool, man. Well, hey, uh, it was always a pleasure catching up with you, bud. Uh, thank you for having me. I and, really appreciate uh, it. And uh, thank you for listening. And everybody, paralysis is not a. Oh man, he can't walk. Once he learns how to get in and out of his car, he's okay. It's a lifelong change. And uh, something that uh, really, really, really is, is – God, I'm getting choked up. Anyway, Soft. go go to yeah. Road to Recovery. No, it's a tough deal, and, and, and Blake uh, Savage is kind of dealing with it right now. But I yeah. really think Blake in the next year will be back. Oh on his man, feet. I've seen some of the videos of him. Oh, he can move his stuff, feet yeah. and legs, or he's getting there. Yeah, and I think Blake, I think within a year that he'll be back up and walking. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be so. a long road, and I, I really have faith in him. And um, you know, prayers and thoughts go out to our, our, my friend uh, John Fontaine too, mm-hmm. as well. Um, 
you know, Mandy Fontaine from, from yep. Honda or, yeah. um, she's the PR girl there. Her dad, um, he's actually always been a, a really close friend of mine. Not always, but the last few years, um, mm-hmm. he owns a, uh, a, a detail company and detail supplies. Have you ever heard of Clarity One polishes, mm-hmm. soaps, washes? I have it right Yeah. He gave yeah. Me. He, um, they make incredible product and, um, that's his company and a little shop in, in Temecula, old town called, uh, Upodium, um, enterprises or something like that um but yeah john he was like one of the first people to come see me too after i got home from new york and took me to lunch and he's just always been a, a really awesome guy and um honry he's funny too though but uh i mean hopefully he, he uh, makes his recovery as best as he can and you know really pulling for him as well mm-hmm. right on so yeah go to road to and if you're still listening and you made it through all the stuff we've talked about thank you I really appreciate it. <laughs> All right. And that uh, Swap Motor Live. Right on. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Swap Motor Live podcast show presented by Ogio and hosted by my dad, Don Mera. Thanks for listening.